Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. I want to welcome you to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, but most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Loyalty Live allows for a deeper assessment of the state of customer loyalty as we surface a number of challenges from our brand members uh, on our day-to-day operation that allow for these consultants, these technology partners and consultants to give their perspectives on uh, how they are helping their brand customers address some of these challenges and opportunities, as well as what they are seeing in the market. Today, we have the pleasure of Zusa Ketchmar. She's the co-founder and chief strategy officer for Antitabo. How are you today? Oh, good. Thank you very much. How are you? Good, good. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, so thank you again for taking the time to talk to us today. As you know, we like to start these off on a little more personal level. Uh, we would love to know a little bit more about your uh, Antavo and your role with Antavo. Sure. So Antavo is a technology provider for loyalty programs. Um, we are an enterprise loyalty cloud uh, that powers these loyalty programs all over the world. Our customers include BMW or KFC, very large and nice brands. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of this company, and my job title is Chief Strategy Officer. And this job title also includes that we think of we research these big trends that we are going to talk about today, and we put a lot of effort into trying to predict what the future brings and putting this together and then serving it to um, all the people out there who are thinking of investments in loyalty, investing or not investing into loyalty. So we are trying to do our best to help this process. Okay. Um, and today, I think we're going to dive into some of the trends that we saw in uh, our customer loyalty research at the end of 2022. We had a state of customer loyalty paper. Uh, and one of the things that we saw is that a number of brands are looking to or focused on redoing their customer loyalty programs, adding new functionality, adding uh, reward, redemption options, more personalization options, potentially. You know, what are you seeing in regard to brands who are looking to redo their customer loyalty programs, enhance their programs? Uh, you know, what what are you seeing and what are your clients asking for? Yeah. So in 2022, we saw a lot of companies coming to us with this request that they want to relaunch their loyalty program. And for us as a technology provider, we are very happy to receive this question because for us, it's easier to work with someone who already had a loyalty program before versus someone who's just starting off. Those companies who already have a loyalty program, they really know what they want. They know what has worked for them and they know what they were missing. So they want to achieve that. And I can see this as a trend growing because back in 2020, 2019, it's just more companies who are trying to launch a new loyalty program. So I think it's also like technology maturity progress that we see right now. Um, companies are now re-evaluating their existing tech stack, their existing solutions and now making the decisions to revamp these. And I think it's not only us who see that, it's a trend in the market that there is a big appetite for a relaunch. We also did our own report, the Global Customer Loyalty Report 23. Before that, it was Global Customer Loyalty Report 22. And there are two numbers, I think, that are very relevant here and interesting. 
Last year, it's a 7 out of 10 companies who wanted to revamp their loyalty program. Out of those who we surveyed, these are loyalty program owners who would like to revamp in the next three years. But this year, we found out that it's 8 out of 10 companies who want to revamp their loyalty program in the next three years. So it's a growth from 7 to 8 out of 10. And uh, I find this very fascinating because there is just such such a big appetite to revamp. I think the question will be that, how deep are we going into the recession on more regional and also on the global scale? Uh, because there are clearly these ambitious loyalty managers over there, these ambitious professionals. And I really hope that their ambition will not be broken by boards of directors who are just want to play the safe, uh, safer side and and um, want to stop spending on customer loyalty, which we know from COVID is something worth to invest in. Absolutely. You know, I think you talked about, uh, you mentioned that you've seen an increase in people who want to enhance their customer loyalty efforts. One of the challenges we see and we hear is that there's this idea of the sea of sameness that that most programs are very similar. There's not, a, you know, a huge differentiation or uh, the unique attributes in different programs. Is that something you see uh, with some of the programs that you run or, or maybe you see in the market when you see the brands are coming to you asking for new solutions? Is Do you see this challenge uh, regarding sea of sameness? We do see this challenge. And I think loyalty programs are similar by nature. They're like tiers, they're like points. And these two traits are usually what's about it for loyalty programs. There are cases when there are no tiers, there are no points, or there is a paid loyalty program, or it, it has a different approach. It's like a membership program. This is that is different. And I think it's like a bit easier to create a loyalty program with the classic tier points system. Um, and it's a bit challenging to do something different, but also it has the benefits of like ha having a tier points program do have the benefits because it's recognizable, yeah, that, okay, so that's a loyalty program. And I know as a consumer that I can recognize this immediately that I must have benefits here. I must have some coupons and it must be great for me. So... The sea of sameness has values, but on the other hand, it's hard to stand out. And I think there are two great ways to stand out from this sea of sameness. One is to go beyond rewarding transactions. And I know that we are talking about gamification since like 2015 or so, because it's completely not new. But still, there are so many companies who haven't adopted these elements of any elements of gamification and there is a large opportunity or having challenges or badges or having no points or having a paid element to the loyalty program. And I, I know I just thought told about going beyond transactions and I just told about paid loyalty programs, but there is a difference because when you are rewarding transactions, you're rewarding if someone purchased something from you. But with a paid loyalty program, you create a whole new value proposition for those who are your best customers and you can charge them for this great new value proposition. So it's, it's, uh, it's different. And the second thing is that I think it's very, very differentiating when the reward selection is great. These rewards can be both physical or digital. This can be an early access 
to new products, that's a reward too, because it's valuable for the customer. Or partner rewards, such a big differentiator. If the rewards actually, uh, that, that if the rewards that are provided, if the rewards that are offered are a fit for the audience. And companies doesn't need technology innovation for that. They need a person who really uh, breathes together with the customer offering and, and figuring these rewards. There needs to be rewards anyway. It just needs to be figured out that which are the rewards that are the most interesting for the customer. Okay. Uh, you mentioned uh, having unique rewards. Uh, you know, we saw in the 2022 report that many members mentioned strategy. Uh, having a great customer loyalty strategy is, is very important. Technology is a big challenge for them. There's a lack of uh, metrics within the industry, as you know. Uh, reporting can be a challenge. You know, what are some of the challenges you saw or you see in regard to uh, what your clients are asking for? You've touched on a couple of them. You know, what are your challenges? What, what are your clients? coming to you with uh, for the, you know, the opportunities? What we saw in the past six months is they have a hard time having the final buy-in for the stakeholders in the organization. And I think it's, it's because of the looming recession or the existing recession, depending on how we see this. And one of the reasons that we keep creating this very big global customer loyalty report, which is a huge amount of work, is that we want to help our prospects and customers to, to, to have numbers that they can present to their board, that they can present to their C-levels. They can just screenshot these numbers and add it to these presentations. And this is, I think, what you do too at Loyalty360, such a valuable um, job of helping these experts in loyalty to prove their point and to sell it in uh, internally uh, because it's actually a difficult thing to do. I think these days just too many things are, are happening in the world right now. One of the big numbers that we concluded in this most recent report, that 80% of companies measure, no, 80% of companies who measure the ROI of their loyalty program, they have a positive ROI. And these people have a 5x ROI on their loyalty programs. It's like amazingly high. That's amazing. The exact number, it's really to be exact, is 4.9x. And I think it's just mind-blowing to have this number from all these respondents because it's such a great number that those who measure have a great positive ROI. And there are various ways these people who are trying to prove their points to their board can prove their points. They can turn to industry organizations like Loyalty 360 for Intel. They can download such reports like what we produce, where they can work together technology vendors like us. And sometimes we do this in our own sales process, helping our prospects sell this internally. They can work with loyalty agencies whose job is really to, to, to be the cheerleader of the expert, the C CMO, the loyalty manager, within the organization and helping figuring things out. So there are multiple ways to, to ask for help, to hire help, to sell this in-house because yes, this is, to answer your question, the biggest challenge that we saw recently in the past six months at organizations. 
You mentioned uh, organizational buy-in. That is something that's uh, you know, very front and center with our audience as well. And I think there's two types of uh, organizational buy-in. There's that initial organizational buy-in to make uh, you know an investment in a platform or maybe bring in some incremental, ta- uh, incremental uh, functionality to the program. That's one thing. But having that ongoing organizational support, that can be very, very difficult to achieve as well. You mentioned making sure you have a positive ROI in the program, making sure that you have have uh, a good deal of understanding within the organization as to what you're focusing on within customer loyalty. You have training, good reporting. Do you, do you see kind of difference between the two, kind of that initial uh, buy-in, that ongoing? Mm-hmm. And, and what are some what are some things that brands can do to get that ongoing and keep that ongoing support? Is it having a positive program? And is it working with other organizations to help them uh, understand best practices? So um, I do see the difference between these two. And I think the biggest difference is that once you need to sell the idea, but then you need to prove your point every single quarter that it's a great idea. And I think the best way to do that is to, 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 to find some best KPIs that you measure over time, um, every single quarter. And I'm looking at my other screen because this is what we researched. Um, among our audience, uh, what are the top seven loyalty program KPIs and benchmarks? And out of these top seven, and I will just now tell you the first three. First is ROI. I know it's so hard to measure. And that's the North Star number that everyone is curious about. It's just very difficult to measure that. Number two is adoption rate. It's easier if you measure loyalty program adoption rate. And the third is redemption rate and i think that's so important uh, and useful to measure reward redemption rate and that's something that we also measure uh, for our own customers because this is how we determine the health of our own customers how their loyalty program is performing so i think out of these top three roi adoption rate and redemption rate everyone should uh, measure adoption rate and everyone should measure reward redemption rate because these two are on the easier end of measurement. Another thing that we see as a big challenge is the the big push uh, for data privacy, data management, a number of regulations in the US and also GPR in Europe. Uh, It's a big impact for marketers. What data can they use? How can they access it? How much control do they give to the consumer with regard to their data file? And we see new legislation going into effect, uh, new revisions, at least in the US. Uh, fines in Europe with regard to some of the big tech companies recently, uh, huge fines, substantial fines, obviously they're being appealed. But how do you advise your clients on data ma- management and data privacy? Are there any best practices or suggestions brands should be considering in their approach to privacy? The best practice, the best best practices to comply with the rules, I think that's the ultimate best practice. And not, not only because they have to as the this is the law but also this is what makes sense this is all about consent that we do in our everyday lives and i think i like gdpr i know that it sounds strange but i like these regulations because they just really replicate how things should work in the world you ask consent and you are okay if the customer wants to leave that there there are no hard feelings they can do that you're okay deleting their data this is where the word is going this is what is the new normal this is what 
what what are the basics for Gen Z? They want this. And we, as the world of marketeers, we need to comply, not only because of these rules, but also because this is what customers will want. I'm from Europe, so GDPR is, this is where it all started, I think. And, and then it, it tripled through the, uh, the legislation of other, other countries. And I'm actually happy for this because it's, these are clearer rules and it's better for everyone. On the other hand, I know how it is to interact with a DPO, a data protection officer. It's not the easiest thing ever because they have their mindset to doing things like the best possible way. So marketeers need to find the silver lining and it's marketeers have a more complex and complex role, like, like compared to 20 years ago. Marketeers need to be a bit of technology and a bit of privacy too, besides having the um, trick of the marketing trade by default. Well, I think that's good. That's what I uh, absolutely love about marketing today is that it's more left brain than it was in the past, right? It's not uh, mostly uh, creative. You're not creating a campaign and, you know, you're going to market it to death. So it becomes uh, more of a trend. I think the the focus on analytics, the focus on insight, the focus on the strategy side uh, is is making marketing um, much more interesting, but obviously much more challenging as well. So uh, it's good to hear what you're seeing with regard to privacy for sure. And the next question, one of the last questions I have is, what do you think the next big thing for customer loyalty is? Is there a topic, a trend, a perspective you think that marketers should be focused on for 2023? Um, so when we did our research, it was three things that we identified that can be big new things. The first is strategic partnerships between brands and, and partners. Like it helps to grow the reward selection of a loyalty program if you involve partner rewards. Partner rewards will grow for sure. The second is card linking and card link offers. It's a great tool to have a more seamless in-store experience to connect the loyalty program with the actual debit card or bank card or credit card that the, the customer is using. And the third is promoting sustainability and this socially conscious behavior, promoting healthy lifestyle choices or helping solve the bigger problems of the world. These are some things that can be solved with a loyalty program. It's clearly clearly going beyond transactions. And as now technology allows us, like our technology is completely prepared for it, there are things that you can reward which are not transactions like these healthier lifestyle choices, working out or recycling. If brands can encourage recycling of maybe their own products or type of products that they sell. These three things, I think, will be definitely trends in 2023. Maybe a fourth one is paid loyalty programs. That's another one, paid or premium loyalty programs. Companies are able to create another value proposition besides their existing products and services. A premium one, what uh, people are willing to pay for, it can be a whole new revenue driver with recurring revenue. So I would say that these are the four. 
That's interesting. Yeah, we definitely see a big focus uh, on partnership programs and how to make them successful, uh, depending on the brand. As you know, it can be complete integration between maybe a fuel entity and a hotel, but there's opportunities doing partnership programs where there could be exchange of currencies, exchange of points, exchange of value that allows brands to try them. Uh, but then it gets into some of the challenges with regard to privacy, but also how do you do partnerships in a way that can market them most effectively that have a mutual benefit for both brands? I think that's a, a big challenge and opportunity as well for 2023. I, I definitely agree. Partnerships are one of the huge areas of, 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 of interest. Then the last question we have, you, you talked about some of the new trends that you're seeing. Yeah. Uh, people want to enhance their customer loyalty strategies. You know, how should brands incorporate new trends uh, into their existing loyalty strategies? Well, that's a great question because it is a great challenge to incorporate these new things to their existing loyalty program or their existing loyalty strategy. There may be the case when their existing technology just will they their existing technology will not let them to do new things. And this is when it comes to what we talked about, loyalty program revamps. I think there are things that are easy to do, introducing a new reward, for example. But there are things that are more difficult to do, and you would need a revamp of technology for that. Or there are cases when there is not even a loyalty program, but just when we think of customer loyalty, there are many things that can be done with the existing CRM tool or with the existing marketing automation tool, because there are companies who who don't have a loyalty program. And as we know, loyalty program and customer loyalty are not the same thing. So there are many things that can be done with these two other technologies than a loyalty management platform. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, great hearing from you, uh, not only with regard to some things you're seeing in your report, but uh, you definitely are on the forefront of uh, you know, some very great programs in Europe and uh, uh, always good to have your perspective. Uh, so thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. Look forward to hearing more from you and Intavo uh, throughout 2023. Thank you very much, Mark. And thank you everyone for listening to today's edition of Loyalty Live. Make sure you join us back soon for another edition. Have a wonderful 2023.